0: Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. It is 2019. Welcoming you into the Grace Point Daily Podcast. I'm Jeremiah Johnson. Thank you for joining us. Oh, man, I just got to be honest as we start off the podcast today, I've had a lot going on over the Christmas holiday. I had family here my dad, my grandma from Nebraska, and, um, I'm in a time of fasting and praying, and so it's just been busy, but I'm excited to hop on the mic here and just encourage you at the start of 2019. It's already January 2nd, so we're, we're diving into the year. Today, I want to talk about uh, reading the Bible, and specifically the topic of today's podcast is read the Bible. So let me start off by asking you this question. Have you read the entire Bible? For some of you listening, you're like, oh yeah, I totally have. I've done it a bunch of times, but for many of us that are followers of Christ, we have not read the entire Bible. I know it's a big challenge. I know it can be a little bit overwhelming, but that's what I'm going to encourage you to do. In 2019, that you would read the entire Bible. Maybe it's going to be the first time. Maybe it's the fifth, the 10th, the 15th, whatever it is, but we should be constantly consuming the Word of God on a regular basis. I'm going to share you with you my story. Fortunately, I was discipled by my wife, and some other great people when I first got saved. And one of the first things they taught me was the importance of reading the Bible. And one of the things that I specifically did and started doing really early on in my Christian walk was a yearly Bible. That is, it was a physical Bible. Whoa, you know, physical Bible, um, which I still have, and I prefer, but it was a physical Bible where it had uh, days, months, and years. So you'd open January 1st, day one, you would read Old Testament, then you'd read a New Testament, then you'd read a Psalm or Proverb. It would take about 10, no more than 15 minutes. And then if you did that every day, you would read the entire Bible through in the entire year. And so I have, I did that for, we probably did that for seven, eight years, steady, consistent, maybe longer than that. I don't know. And then I started switching it up and things like that. And I always kind of revert back to it a little bit here and there, but it was so good to read the Bible because I didn't want to pull up the statistics and be the hater and be the bad guy. But if you look up statistics, you would see that not many Christians read the Bible that for as much as we believe in it, and we've put our whole belief system in it, that not many of us value the Word of God in terms of practically reading it on a day in and day out Daily basis. So this podcast is about encouraging all of you read your Bible this year. Read the entire Bible this year, and uh, because what if it's? I jo- I joke about it this way. I remember talking to someone one time. I was like, "Have you ever read the entire Bible through?" And they were pretty like staunch, and you know, they had some pretty strong convictions about what they believed in terms of the Bible. But I was like, and they're like, "No, I haven't read at all." But I was like, "Well, what if the part you read is wrong?" <laughs> you know, and so we should we should read the whole Bible. I know there's some sections. There's some parts in it that as I have read through it, that I get some of the kind of the boring sections, if you will. Sorry, Lord. But there are some sections in the Bible that are harder than read read harder to read than others, right? But I want to encourage you this year, 2019, to read the entire Bible. So I'm going to go through some things and I'm just going to encourage you to give some practical stuff. Give you some scripture and that kind of thing. You know, we live in a day and age where we are dominated by technology. That's the reason you're listening to a podcast. But we have so many tools available to us that we really don't have an excuse to consume the Word of God on a daily basis. So here's the first thing. I want to encourage you, every one of us now are dominated by this cell phone, by this phone in our hand, right? And so I want to encourage you to get a Bible app, all right? There's a bunch of Bible apps uh, the, probably the top two that I use or the only the one that I have on my phone is the u version Bible app it's the most popular popular downloaded Bible app in the world there's others like Bible gateway and you can find other certain versions and if, if you're into that but I want to encourage you just get a Bible app and if you have the u version for example there is a yearly bible reading plan within that app so I mean it's it's good to have so again it doesn't matter which app that you have find the one that you like and the most of them, I'm sure, are going to have a one-year Bible reading plan on it. So no sweat, right? It will remind you. It will give you the dates, the times. It'll give you the verses to read. So just get a Bible app. Number one. Number two, you can get a physical yearly Bible. Now, we still have this as a family. There's, I don't even know the brand of it. You'd have to Contact or connect with my wife, but just Google it, go to Amazon, whatever, and just search yearly Bible. There again, there's a litany, there's a multitude of different versions and different options that you can get from that. The Bible app is going to be the easiest because you're going to have probably 50 versions at your fingertips and it's all laid out for you. But if you want a physical Bible, which I still have, which we still use as a family, just get a physical yearly Bible. Again, it gives us, we open, it's very simple. Day one, you know, today we read Genesis. New Testament, we read Matthew, then we read a Psalm, and it's very easy. So whether you are, like prefer reading on the phone, you want a physical Bible, do that. And then the third option I want to give you as well is I know some of you listening to this podcast, you might not be a great reader or you might not enjoy Reading. All right. Raise your hand if you don't enjoy reading. (laughs) Um, And I know some of us reading is more difficult. It's not, it's not a natural skill. It's not something that we do well. So here's the third option I have for you in terms of reading the entire Bible listen to it. All right. I I noticed that the last year um, I was at a point in my life where I was in my car a lot, just always driving. And so I listened to a lot of podcasts, but I also listened to the Bible. So if you stink at reading and you don't enjoy reading, okay, there's still no excuse not to consume the word of God and actually go through the word of God every day. Listen to it. Open up your Bible app get cds still have a tape player i mean whatever listen to the word of god it is fruitful it's just as good it's not a cop out i know there are times when i'm busy i'm multitasking or i do have time to focus and just sit and listen to it and i listen to the bible and it's amazing how much i can get out of that by listening to it all right so get a bible app get a physical bible listen to it. All right. Let me start out, go next to some reasons to read the Bible. Why it's very important that we should be reading the Bible continually, daily as a follower of Christ. Number one, it contains God's will for our lives. I can't tell you how many people are searching for God's will, and I'm searching for God's will, and I need God's direction in terms of his will for my life. And you know what? It's in his word. The Bible gives us direction where we should go, what we should be doing in our relationships with our my wife and my children and a lot of those things. Is it always going to answer a specific, specific question? Maybe not necessarily, but it contains God's will for our life. Number two, it's our nourishment. Now, uh, it it should become our food. It should be like our food. There's a popular song uh, in the past that said, you know, this is my daily bread. You know, this is my daily bread. This is what the word of God is. It's our daily bread. It it should become like our food. Like we can't go without it, you know, and that we should hunger for it. We should crave it. I mean, come on. We just went through the holiday season, eating all kinds of crazy, awesome food. And uh, you you had your holiday cravings, right? And that's what the Word of God, we should crave it. We should love it. We should want it in our lives, all right? It It nourishes us each and every day, even when we don't think so. I mean, just... Here's an example. Right now, we're in a time of fasting and praying. I'm not trying to brag about that. I'm not trying to, you know, like the Bible says, don't let everyone know about it. Don't pronounce it. But anyway, I'm just drinking water, all right? No food. And I tell you what, it's amazing how difficult that is. It's amazing how the moment that I strip away physical food from my body, how my body is not happy about that, that my my body is like, what are you doing here? That's what it should be like for us spiritually, that when we Pull away from the word of God when it's not in our life on a regular basis that we're like, what's happening? I, I I need this. I want this. Right. So it gives us nourishment. Number three, it gives us discernment that connects with God's will for our lives. But it helps us. All of us have different occupations. All of us have different jobs. We have different things that we're going through on a daily basis that we need help with, that we need instruction on in the Bible will give us that if we will turn to it. Number four, it instructs us in righteousness. How am I supposed to live rightly? What's the right way? What's the right way of living? What's the right thing that I'm supposed to do? The Bible gives us instruction in regards to that. Number five, it contains power to overcome. It, it's it's amazing. That when you, when you do get in the word of God, it, you begin to put it in your system uh, that on, on a regular basis, that it gives you strength. It gives you encouragement. It gives you power. It gives you um, the ability to overcome obstacles, trials, tribulations, things that are happening in your life. It contains power. It is powerful. So get the word of God in your life. And number six, it is full of God's promises. I think that's one of the greatest things about the word of God is that when we're walking through those times, those obstacles, good and bad, that we can declare the promises of God. This is this is a book full of promises for you, for your life, for your situation, for your family, for your children, for your marriage. It's a book of promises, and you should be reading those promises, praying those promises, and declaring those promises in your life, all right? Are, are you excited yet to read the Bible through this year in 2019? And again, I don't know how many times I've read it through all the way, but it's been a good chunk. It's been at least 10, probably close to 20, and I've read the Bible in other times and places in that. So next, I want to just give you what's my take? What's my take after reading the Bible through a bunch of times in my life? All right, here's my thoughts. Number one, uh, just, just keep doing it. All right, just keep doing it. I know that you could you might have read the Bible through and be like, "Okay, I did it. There. I read the Bible through one time. I'm good to go, right? I never have to do it for the rest of my life. I'll just listen to it on Sunday, etc." Just keep doing it. It's like the discipline of working out or physical exercise. You got to keep doing it over and over and over again. And guess what? There's sometimes I crack open the Bible, I read it and I didn't see any uh, I didn't see Jesus. I didn't have any visions. I didn't have any dreams. And that's fine. Just keep doing it because what you're doing is you are storing things up. It is amazing. There have been moments where I've read the Bible. I didn't get any warm fuzzies. I didn't get any feelings or things like that. But it's amazing how another day, a week later, that all of a sudden what I had stored up, what I had read came to my mind in a moment of need. All right, just keep doing it there. If you make that commitment in 2019 to read the entire Bible, I guarantee you there's going to come some moments where you're going to open it up for that day and you're gonna be like, I just don't feel like reading the Bible right now. I'm tired. I'm whatever it is. And you're not going to feel like reading it. That's okay. Just keep doing it. Push through it and make it to the next day. All right. Next, it's amazing the things you didn't notice the last time that you read it. And I'm sure all of you can attest to this. It's amazing. You may have read Matthew chapter 10 20 times and nothing really stuck out to you when you read that. But then all of a sudden you read Matthew chapter 10 again. And it's like the sky's open, doves descend. Wait, no, that was Jesus getting baptized. <laughs> anyway, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Like all of a sudden, it, something just pops out at you. It just comes out of the book. It comes to life. And it's like, man, that's exactly what I needed today. So it's amazing. If you read it and you keep reading it, that the, the word of God is going to um, give you what you need, because that's what the Bible says. We're going to read this verse in a moment. It says that the Bible is living and active, that it, it is a living word. You've heard that before. Well, what does that mean? It's a living word. Well, that means it's constantly active and moving, and it's it's available to what you're walking through for that particular day. An example would be when I preach on Sunday morning. It's amazing when I talk to people, what they get out of what I just spoke. Because, you know, as I'm speaking it, it was kind of a revelation or something that God spoke to me that I'm now speaking to other people. And there's certain things that really were speaking to me in the context of that. But then a lot of people will bring out other points and things that like well I I didn't necessarily say that or I didn't really even intend for you to get that but because the word of God when I share the word when I share God's scripture it becomes alive and it speaks different things to different people so that's the joy and that's the awesome thing about the word of God next thing learn to love the whole thing all right here's why we need to read the entire bible if If we just read what we want to read, then you're just always going to read, I just love the book of Psalms. Well, that's great, but there's a whole, there's 65 other books besides the Psalms, right? Well, I'm just more of a New Testament guy. Okay, well, there's a whole Old Testament, and if you don't read the Old Testament, there's a lot of connect, there are, it's all connecting itself together, and you're going to miss out on the context of the word of God. So I want to, I just want you to learn to love the whole thing. And like I said, it's really difficult and you are, you're going to find a book. If I walk up to someone and say, what's your favorite book in the Bible? They're going to say James. They're going to say Matthew. They're going to say John. They're going to say Genesis. um, You know, probably Numbers is, or Leviticus is not at the top of the list, but we all have sections and portions that really grab hold of us that we love the most. That's okay. That's good. It's not that you can't read those, but learn to love the whole thing because the whole thing matters. Trust me, the whole word matters. All right, next up, try reading it chronologically. This is a cool thing. I remember one year uh, we were going through a book called uh, the story, and it's an abridged chronological chronological version of the Bible, and along with that, it, it was just amazing to read because re- remember the the sixty six books of the bo- the Bible are not composed uh, as we compose them, so they're not chronological. It's not it's not like reading a book where you read read page one to page two hundred and it all lines up. We we can easily forget that that's the the Bible is not in a chronological order. So things are happening at different times and seasons and places. And what's interesting when you read specifically to me when you're reading the Old Testament, it's amazing how that these prophets are overlapping, that they're prophesying in the same time to different people or people groups. I would encourage you if you've never read the Bob the Bible. Excuse me. Chronologically, try that. It's very interesting. It's very fascinating, and I think it will give you greater revelation of how the the Bible unfolds itself. All right. Next, experiment. Just have fun with the Word of God. So, read different topics. Read uh, read different books. You know, just have fun with it. Experiment with it. As I've read the Bible through multiple times. That's when I did kind of step away from the yearly Bible for a little bit, and I was like, you know, I just want to read a book. I just want to read one book at a time. I want to, you know, I, I wanted to do it in different ways. That's fine. Experiment, and again, with the technology that we have, like for example, I'm just using the U version because that's the one that I open up most of the time. The U version Bible has all kinds of Bible reading plans. One for guys, one for girls, one for husbands, one's for teenagers, one for about love, one about the new year. So just find a Bible reading plan that looks exciting to you. Read through it. Have fun with it. All right. Experiment. Next, add a book with it. Uh, just don't make it secondary. Secondary. So add add a book. If there if there's a book that you're passionate reading about, I just read through a book um, called Letters to the Church from Francis Chan. That's great. Add, add some other stuff with it Don't just don't make it secondary. What can the danger can be is that we stop reading the Bible and we just start reading Christian books by other people about the things that God has spoken to them. God wants to speak to you through his word. All right. So let me close off by giving you some scriptures that I hope will will challenge you to read the Bible, the entire Bible through this year. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. All Scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Did you see that word? The first word, all. All Scripture, every word of it. It's God. God's breathed. God breathed. It's from the mouth of God, and it is useful. All right. So remember that when you remember that when you're reading through that boring book or the book that you don't like, remember what you're reading is useful and it's important. Psalm 119, 105, your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. This Bible, this word of God, it gives us direction. It shows us where we we need to go so that we're not walking in the dark without any direction. Psalm 119, verse 11, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. It keeps us from sin. I mean, clearly in our culture, our, our culture in America is not a biblically based culture any longer. Otherwise, we would realize the, the, the media, the things that we say, the things that we do, the, the, th- the things that we have become as a country. A lot of them are sinful. And if we were people of the word, we would realize that. So the, the the word keeps us from sin. Hebrews chapter four, verse 12, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. So this is what i talking about before is that the Bible is living and it's active. So as you're reading through the entire Bible this year in 2019, you're going to hit some moments where things become alive, they pop out to you all of a sudden you're going to get a revelation. I mean, you and I could both read um, genesis and and I would write down these notes and be like, "Oh man, this is what God spoke to me. It was so awesome." And most likely and probably it would be entirely different than what you wrote down and what spoke to you because it's living and it's active. First Timothy 4.13, it says, Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to preaching and to teaching. So this is important. Here it says in the book of Timothy, Until Jesus comes back, make the Word of God something that you are devoted to. Hey, I hope you are challenged to read the entire Bible in 2019, whether you've done it before, whether you've done it one time or a million times. Come on, we need to keep consuming this thing so that we can live rightly, that we can live passionately, that we can live with power, and we can live out the promises of God in our lives. Thank you for joining the Grace Point Daily Podcast. I will talk to you next time.